Hello and welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. Each one of us holds great potential, and tapping into that potential is my passion and my mission. Shock Your Potential is a global leadership training company dedicated to creating positive, productive, and profitable workplaces. We develop, nurture, train, and guide leaders at all levels and at all points in their career. Through this podcast, I get to interview amazing leaders who are shocking their own potential and the potential of those around them. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com. And don't forget to check out my two best-selling books, Tell Me More, How to Ask the Right Questions and Get the Most Out of Your Employees, and Sales Mixology, Why the Most Potent Sales and Customer Experiences Follow a Recipe for Success. Join us now as we meet another great guest. And don't forget, subscribe, rate, and like us today. Welcome to another episode of Shock Your Potential. You know, I love this little podcast of mine. It is so much fun to talk to different people that are in leadership roles or sales or focused on the customer experience. It's something I'm quite passionate about. And since I started this little journey about seven months ago, actually, since I've aired it, but in about a year ago when I started this process of deciding I wanted a podcast, I remember thinking, you know, who do I really want on this? You know, who do I want to be able to talk to and get to know about their businesses or their organizations? And I'll tell you, sometimes I find the craziest things that just make me smile. And that's why we have two fabulous guests today. And they are with a company called Susan Beard Design. And strangely enough, I would have Susan Beard as well on the phone along with her, let's just say, right-hand person who gets everything done for her, Erica Shoup. So Susan and Erica, welcome to my podcast today. Thanks for having us. Yay. (laughs) Yay. Very, very exciting time for sure. Susan, Got to, well, I guess I should tell my listeners why I was compelled to find you, and then we'll talk a little bit about your company. But okay. I was walking through a the uh, an art festival in Manion, Pennsylvania, earlier this spring, and I walked by this little table with all these beautiful things on it, but a card rack filled with cards with animals and Renaissance clothing. And I was hooked. I absolutely had to know more. So I know there's a lot more to what you do, but Susan, tell us a little bit about your company and what Susan Bear Design is and why you started this business so many years ago. Well, I needed a job. So I thought <laughs> when I was about 30, it was time to stop working for everybody else and start to do my passion, which is photography. Fast forward, when Erica shows up in my life, different things start to emerge. Waxworks Photo was the first or the second company that emerged, and that was out of uh, Leah McDonald, who's an incredible artist. So it's almost like someone comes into my life, I care for them deeply, and somehow or another, I come up with a way to design a company about what they're good at. So you found people that have a passion for artistic things you, that you uh, draw mm-hmm. them to you, and then you help create a business around it. Yes. I'm all about women, women succeeding. I, re- I really, yeah. really am. Anyway, then we jumped to a little company called Regal Beagle, 
<laughs> which would be the reason I found you in the first uh, place. Exactly. So um, how that was born was there was a lot of sadness in the studio. My At the time, my uh, studio manager's husband was dying. My sister, my younger baby girl sister was dying. Uh, Erica was just finishing uh, a marriage and I was like, this is ridiculous. We've got to break this up. And I take a flight back from California and I always page through magazines to, and just let my brain open. And there was a photo of something not done very well like of an animal. It was like a pop art thing. It was so, thing. Awful. <laughs> so it, it, and, and my brain started moving and I said, you know, I love Renaissance paintings. I went to Moore College of Art in Philadelphia. I've always been fascinated with um, the history of portraiture, mm -hmm. being a portrait photographer and not a painter, clearly. Um, so I come back and I said, I am sick of the sadness and I have a kooky, crazy idea. I like it. So Erica spins around and gives me one of those looks going, oh my God, now what? <laughs> what so I, ex I explained it to you, Erica, and maybe you want to take it because she, she got it. She heard me. I did. It was, it was really funny. I mean, I kind of like cocked my head at her kind of like a dog does. Like, like a dog what is, dog. What is this? <laughs> what are we doing? What, what? And then, and then I think I ended up looking up whatever it was in that magazine online and it, that's when it clicked. And I was like, Oh my God, this is hilarious. This could be so funny. I started playing around with some just, you know, royalty free photos that I found on the internet and playing around with paintings and, and then we brainstormed for like 15 minutes, literally, at least I, I never really watched <laughs> Three's Company, so I had no idea. And I'm trying to come up with all these ideas and Susan screams Regal Beagle from the oh. other room. And then like within a day and a half comes the website and like everything. It was, it was crazy. It was like, it was like we were all just on the same page and it was so funny and just brought a lot of light back to the, back that, to the studio. Cause we were all going through so much. That is so funny so too, because until you said that, I was like, why does the name Regal Beagle sound so familiar? And the moment you said three company, I'm like, oh my God, yeah. Didn't I had no I mean, I knew of the show, but I didn't know and I've gotten that so many times. Oh, you're it younger took me a than while we are. to realize it. <laughs> I remember all the spin-offs too. So go on. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the website was up and running within a day and a half of her coming back with that idea. It was incredible. So since it's difficult to, to discuss these things, I, I know that we'll have all the links to your website when we get done for people to look at, but because the listeners can't see this, can you explain exactly what one of these uh, creations looks like? So to the best of my, my Photoshop ability, <laughs> it is, it is portraits, whether, whether it's taken from someone's iPhone or if they decide to come in and have the portrait professionally done. It is photos of people's cats or dogs or birds, or someone sent me uh, an emu one time. I'm not sure why, but I've done an emu and also people's wives. It's never the husband. It's always the wife. <laughs> but, um, and they are painted, digitally painted into these historic paintings, like American Gothic, like the Mona Lisa, like the girl with the pearl earrings, so forth and so on. So, and not to not to pat myself on the back too much, but I have gotten plenty of people, especially at the Arts Fest, ask me how we get them dressed up in these outfits so well. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, thank you. 
<laughs> I am more talented than you realize. You're like I'm the, I'm the animal whisperer. And I can do a blindfolded. <laughs> William, I'm the new William Wegman. Yes. So, <laughs> so, so I definitely, of all the, I have seen things pop up here and there, but I definitely think we do it really, really well to the point that, um, I mean, just the reactions we get from people is absolutely hilarious. I mean, I've had tears streaming down my face, just <laughs> listening to people crack up on the phone while trying to place an order with me. <laughs> and I agree. And it's, you know, it's so, it was so startling. And, and one of them that, that caught me was one of the cats because, um, you know, we're cat people. And two years ago, we lost our cat, Bob, and he was almost 17. And as I was walking by, I was like, I wonder what I want to, if I want to do that with Bob, Bob's picture. And my husband looks at me, he goes, don't even think about it. <laughs> oh my God. It's, you know what? It's funny. Cause that was, that was my one thing. I was like, what, what would I do? How would I feel if, you know, this animal that I loved so long after they passed that I look up, like, how's that going to make me feel? And I can tell you that Un, you know, we had adopted, my husband and I had adopted a dog and we knew that she had a bunch of problems. The people that were whatever she, whoever's care she was under before, if you can even call it that, just did not take care of her well mm. at all. But we did everything we could for her. And she has, she's the girl with the pearl earring mm -hmm. hanging up in my living room. And she's been gone now for oh my gosh, uh, two years, over two years. And every time I look at it, I mean, it's just, it's just a reminder of how, how much we loved her and how funny yeah. she was. And it, I have to say, it's not, it doesn't end up being like a, no, morbid, a morbid reminder of their, their impact on your life at all. Cause that was, that was one thing I wasn't sure about until I went through it. And I was like, this is the greatest thing. I'm so happy I have this. Well, mostly, and the reason my husband said that too, cause he was laughing, you know, we actually have a very good friend of mine who's actually doing the artwork for my second edition of my first book and the artwork for my second book. He does all kinds of different things. And he turned my husband and I into superheroes. <laughs> uh, so That's so funny. And so my husband was not opposed to the concept, but our cat, I, the, like yeah. the picture I have of Bob has, he just has this look that's just like, don't even, you know, he's got this look, you know, look like you can love me, <laughs> but you do not get to do anything else. And, and my husband goes, can you imagine what Bob would say if you had that picture? He'd take one look at it and turn around and walk out of the room and go, really? <laughs> It depends on what you make him, though. If he's like Napoleon oh and he has a Napoleon complex be about being small, he small, but that would be a good exactly. Thing. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the that's the coolest thing. Is like the I'd say more often recently than not, people come to us with like their animals' personalities, and we like collaboratively find a painting that isn't even on our website because it speaks yes. more to their pet's personality, and it's hilarious. Okay, so we're definitely going to have to do this because yes. I just have to see. There's I don't know if it's going to be Napoleon because he wasn't he didn't have a short complex, but oh, okay. he, he definitely has attitude. You know, he had yeah. attitude that was just so much like, in fact, I write about him and I have a picture of him in my first book, you know, where it's like, you know, and I, my comment is, you know, the only person in this world I, I, you know, have never been able to manipulate at all was never a person. He was my cat. And you know, I talk about because <laughs> he just would be in like, yeah, no. That's awesome. That's so funny. <laughs> Not that I mean, I manipulate people on a regular basis, but I talk about the psychological manipulation of getting people to where they want to be as leaders and sales professionals. So it's kind of funny. And, and yeah, Bob was like that every time I'd try and, you know, I'd have a plan. He's like, no, no, the plan is mine. <laughs> 
Sounds about right. <laughs> so I think that's, that's so funny. I love the story of how this came about, especially um, Susan, out of something that was, you know, you knew that your team, you and your team were going through a really downtime and you found a way to bring um, life and laughter into your business world and, you know, help with the art stuff as well. And it's interesting because I have a lot of people that I talk to um, on a daily basis that struggle with, you know, that balance between personal and professional. And a lot of times I say, you know, why are we trying so hard to keep our personality separate between the two? Because, sure. you know, our work yeah. is a critical part of who we are in our personal side. So the more we can find joy to bring together and merge the two, the better we all are. Yeah, Leah is, I call her wifey, and Erica <laughs> is my daughter from another life. Uh, we even actually like go head sisters. to head like mother and daughter, um, <laughs> which is the challenge, like creating openness and challenge and willingness to to push yourself even harder. And I, and I do push her. I, I Erica, I do push you. And it's, I really, as a business owner, um, it's how you have to be. Otherwise, you sit stable mm -hmm. and stagnant and things don't happen. For example, she is a photographer. One day she, because it doesn't matter, a story that, that someone told her she decided that she wasn't good enough. She was not a good enough photographer. One person, one person almost changed her life into the negative where she wanted to go be an accountant. Oh, she goes, I don't yeah, want to shoot anymore. Okay. That's a complete reversal. <laughs> and, and I go, this is so not okay. And I'm going to go to that woman and I'm taking mm -hmm. her down. I'm taking her down. No one has the right to tell you to do what to do. No one has the right to say you're talented or not talented or believe in that dream or not believe in that dream. Nobody should get in your way of, of I, your creation. Yeah. It's called life. So I noticed that this young woman was struggling and there we were going head to head. All this stuff is going on. I would not let her leave. I would not let her go Thank to accounting goodness. school. And then I started to notice because I also studied graphic design at, at school along with photography. I was double majoring. And I'm like, you know how to design. She's like, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you do. So we, she designed all of my websites. She has designed the new concept of Susan Beard Design because we want to make it generic. Eventually, Erica will take this over and I will walk away. And now we're called SB Design. So she designed the concept, the logo, and Im implemented it, redid the entire website. So my non-designer <laughs> is a designer. And when I, I believe in my people... And I believe in their talent. And I know they can, every day, we can go further than we did the day before. Erica, you're really quiet. <laughs> I'm just listening. <laughs> oh, come on. You've got to have some thoughts in here on that. Yeah. There's a lot of compliments in there. I remember that time. And it was, it was, really, it was really hard. It was the first time I, I photographed a wedding where, despite like how excited they were and how much they said they loved me and everything, they ended up being more self-critical than I had noticed in the beginning. And that ended up turning around on my 
talent and I really just doubted myself for a long time. And it ended up, you know, eventually years later manifesting itself into this whole other project that I've been working on about making women feel better about themselves and who they are exactly as they are. But that's a whole other thing. But I just remember that time. It was really tough. No, what t- tell them really share that that's it's an amazing thing you've done t- tell them a snippet yeah, of what like what you're doing so i started this project called she shines and it's about um getting it's about it starts with like a conversation with these women who are maybe interested in possibly being photographed or even having their family photographed or them and their significant other photographed but it's mostly it is mostly about them and women especially men have it too but women especially are so prone to listening to outside influences about who they're supposed to be on the outside on mm-hmm. the inside mentally like emotionally all that stuff and so much of that stuff is so conflicting it's like they want people want you to be mm-hmm. strong but if you're too strong then you know yep. they, then you're like labeled as whatever and so it starts with a conversation about who they are, what they love in their life, what they appreciate in their life, and positively reframing when they start to veer into the negative. Because at the end of the day, like even every even every choice we make that wasn't the best or every turn we take that wasn't the best, it still leads us to a good place as long as we're willing to be open enough to see it and feel it and and hear it from someone else who may be able to see more in them than they can see in themselves. And that's a job that I'm more than happy to take on is seeing more in someone I want to photograph than they can see in themselves. And then by photographing what I see and what I'm helping them see, they get to be emotionally anchored to this person that sometimes they struggle to see themselves. And now they, they'll, they'll have a reminder of it. That's beautiful. I love that. Of of who they are. Yeah. And you know what it, Erica and um, Michael, this is exactly what we do, you know, it, from photography, just doing portraits or, or corp, you know, whatever, weddings, bombar mitzvahs, and then doing with Regal Beagle, it's just, it is, it is honoring, right? It is honoring to the pet and yet funny and humorous and makes a wonderful gift. And it, and even if your pet is passed, your pet lives on my my kitty who i had mm-hmm. for 19 years um yeah he was uh napoleon he was napoleon oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh gray large and in charge my gray kitty yep <laughs> <laughs> well you know um and i erica thank you for sharing that because it's really i think that's a great thing and it's a great reminder to me that so many times in whatever Wherever we are in our lives, personal lives, our professional lives, our interpersonal relationships with people, you know, those points is, you know, the ability to kind of step back from yourself sometimes and just look more objectively and say, okay, what am I learning from this? And what can I take from this? And how can I continue to work on my journey? And also, are there people I can help along the way? It's kind of like my favorite line from, uh, it's Tim McGraw sings the song, and I can't remember the name of the woman who wrote it. And I'm sorry, because I always like to try and um, quote the, the people that, that authored it. But the, um, um, oh, now I can't even think of the name of the song. But anyway, he says, you know, <laughs> when you get where you're going, turn back, right back around and help the next one in line. Oh, I love that. Oh. And it's just so, to me, it's so important that whatever we do, we think about not just ourselves, but yeah. know, what 
impact are we having on others? And how can we say we made a difference, not just in our lives, but really other people's? Yeah, you pay it forward. Absolutely, without Mm -hmm. a doubt. Yeah, and that's, you know, and that's something that, that's another piece of, you know, when Susan started to talk about kind of what we do overall, I think another, another thing that Regal Beagle has the ability to do is sort of like, humanize or personify these like sentient beings that not everyone sees as as you know a throwaway thing I mean there's so much there's so much sadness out there when it comes to like cats and dogs that need adopting and that's why we've we're working on hopefully a show I'm not sure I'm hoping in the fall we're gonna do it and we'd love to have you there but we're hoping to do a show and we would like to collaballate with oh, the PSPCA as we've done a few times mm-hmm. in the past yeah we've worked closely with them a few times for a few different things and I just think that um you know I I, I do think in in that case it's so important to pay it forward and use this thing that is funny and clever to but to also have like a deeper meaning you know what I mean I love it yeah absolutely the only problem is that means I'm going to find my next uh, forever friend <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> and you know my husband and I we travel so often and it was amazing after I lost after we lost Bob because for so long people said oh you're gonna get another cat are you gonna get another cat I'm like no I need to grieve for a while you know I can't I'm not just moving from one mm-hmm. but this this yeah, spring yeah. I really had the um I you know I just like feel it was tangible and I'm like and I found this kitten online through one of those you know a shelter where they have them all housed and I put an application. And anyway, I was number 17 of, you know, of 27 people that wanted this kitten. And I told my husband, I said, if we get this kitten, then it's meant to be. If not, I'm going to wait because we're still traveling too much and it's not fair, you know, and I don't want to do that. But I'll tell you, it's like, you know, once, once we get past kitten season, I can be fine (laughs) again. And then once kitten season hits, I'm like, oh no. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I just in, oh gosh, when was that? Maybe March or so we adopted a pit bull from a rescue by me and I live in in Lansdale, Pennsylvania. So there's a rescue out there called Harley's Haven. And, and it turns out like we ended up getting him, but like there were floods and floods of applications for him because he's just got like these big doe eyes. And and in fact, like they got like all these angry emails from this one woman who thought he was going to be at like this event. He wasn't because we adopted him and like he was, it was just really funny. He's so well loved. He's so loved. So Susan, I have a, um, another, well, first a compliment and another question. You know, I, it's fun. I was going through your website and I know when we all spoke a couple weeks ago, I was also, you know, just, I love the different elements that you do because you're not, you know, you, you have so many different aspects to your business, but I was taking a look at a lot of your different uh, photographs that are up online and you really do have a, a great, um, beautiful eye for catching people in poses and situations that are a little different than the average photographer. And I especially noticed that when I, you know, for, just for the heck of it, I decided today to flip through some of your corporate pictures um, that you were taking. And I like, wow, these are people's personalities coming through in something that often is so stoic and people are so formal and they've got the tie or they've got the suit and, and you have that, but you could, I could tell with everybody, I could tell their pieces of their personality. How do you achieve something like that behind the lens of a camera? Uh, Is it magic? uh, (laughs) Wow. That, you know, it's funny. I was at a law firm yesterday and I had to do five lawyers and you know how they are. Oh, yes. So the receptionist said to me, oh, yeah, Barney's up next. (laughs) And I go, "Is is there a problem? And she goes, 
well, he could be tough. And I go, <laughs> okay, bring it on, Barney. So I literally, he was already waiting for me. I walked back into the room and I go, Barney, what's going on? How are you? You know, and I just... I am probably, I mean, I'm going to be 57 and I act like I'm 24. Love it. I live like I'm 24. I party like I'm 24. (laughs) I really choose to live my life like I'm in a giant sandbox with a lot of, and everyone I meet, they're my friend. Mm -hmm. They're my friend. So by the time Barney was done, he was like, I, I said, you're, I said, you're laughing. I, I said, are you laughing at me or with me? He goes kind of both. Exactly. And I go, well, what's going on? And he goes, you're hilarious. You're hilarious. Yeah. That's and, definitely your strong suit. <laughs> so at one point at the beginning, I go, are you giving me that grumpy lawyer face? I am not afraid to, to break and I probably learned this from Tony Robbins or one of those amazing seminars I took. Don't be afraid. You know, I've met many presidents. I have met famous, famous, famous people beyond and beyond. And, and I just go, I march right up to them and I put my hand out and I'm like, hey, how you doing? And I probably have to thank my mother and my father mostly my mother for this kooky, crazy personality. I mean, I can be a little much at times. Um, I know my limits when you have to behave, like when you're at the union league or, you know, you're, you you, you can't go too crazy. But when I met um, Tony Blair and Bill Clinton, I'd been photographing them for about an hour and um, someone said, Hey, do you want to have a picture with, you know, Tony and Bill, well, President Clinton and, you know, you know, a little more formal. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like, hey, yeah, Tony, Bill, Bill yeah, over. bring it on. <laughs> so, you know, I walk right up to them and I look at them and I go, I don't even think. And I look at them and I, it's not, you know, I don't do, hi, how are you? My name is Susan Beard. I go, I go, oh, and I'm looking at them and they're, and they're looking at me and I go, whose eyes are the bluest? And Tony's looking at me and Bill's looking at me and Tony's looking at Bill and Bill's looking at Tony and they're back at me and I've got bright blue eyes and they too have bright blue eyes. And, and, and now I've got this funny, quirky situation. And I love, I love that. So anyway, the, the, that's the point. And it's just the humanity you're touching on humanity. doesn't matter who you are. It's just humans. Yeah. Be yourself, be yourself actually leads right into the question because I know that you have photographed many very famous people, you know, and I saw on your website, Colin Powell, um, you know, obviously Bill Clinton, some, you know, some very prominent people. And so that was going to be my question was, you know, how do you, how do you approach that and still, you know, not let it bother you when you have a job to do? Because I think there's a lot of people that would get tongue tied or nervous. And yet at the end of the day, you have a job to do. They're just people. We're just people. You know, how do we find that common ground? Uh, they, they are they're, They are just people. It's uh, more so what makes me nervous if there's a problem with the equipment. So <laughs> uh, Colin Powell was when I was shooting film and there was two cameras back to back and, you know, you're loading the film and this, and, you know, he, he, um, he looks at me and, you know, this is about 
a hundred people into it, he, he walks up to me and he goes, could you pick up the pace? Now he's a really oh. tall guy. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I go, he, and I look at him and I go, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he goes, didn't you get the facts? Well, th this was pre, you know, film, you know, faxes, you, you know what I'm saying? So I go, no, he goes, oh, he goes, you got to pick up the pace. And I go, I'm on it. So, so I go faster and I'm like, change cameras faster. I need another camera and I'm blowing through it and I'm moving people through because it's a meet and greet, right? He just uh -huh. had done his book uh -huh. and hundreds of people are going through and they paid a lot of money to meet him and blah, blah, blah. And at the end, he's, he actually turned out, he wasn't mad at me at all. And I walked up and I said, you know, thank you um, for understanding. I did not get the facts. And I said, you know, I, I met your buddy. And he goes, who's that? And I said, General Schwarzkopf. And he goes, oh, Stormy. And I go, he goes, where did you meet him? And I said, oh, I was at a seminar. I was photographing Tony Robbins and, and uh, General Schwarzkopf was there. And I said, and you know what? He even gave me a hug. Oh, good. And he one. looks at me and he goes, he did? And I go, yes. And he picks me up in his arms. Now, I am 5'5 five five on a good day. And he's like 6'3. Oh, yeah. And he picks me up. And I have a photograph of this. Oh. And, I, and, I, and all I can say when he puts me down, I go, you smell really good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what would you tell the younger you? that would have shocked your own potential farther and faster or kept you on the same path. But, you know, something that you've learned that you'd want to make sure that younger Erica knew and really embraced. Huh, well, now we're getting serious. Well, it's I funny because laughing. I actually, uh, if the younger Erica would have known that I could have learned all that I did without spending like a hundred thousand dollars in school, <laughs> I would have skipped oh. college and came right here. That's what I would have done. Wow. <laughs> I learned um, more here. The only thing school taught me was how to use a digital camera, which I could have learned myself because I was trained in film before, before, you know, ever picking up a digital camera that was foreign to me. And then beyond that, I learned everything here. Fantastic. So my, my, if I could tell my younger self to skip school, that's exactly what I would have done. <laughs> so everyone listening, go ahead and skip school if you're in. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Just say no. <laughs> say no to school. <laughs> but you know, like the path I would have taken yeah. never would have led me to Leah, and to, which led me ultimately led me to Susan. So it wouldn't have worked out that way. But <laughs> I guess another thing I would have told myself was that as much as I loved photography as an art form that I didn't need to be as scared as I was of photographing weddings and portraits as if that wasn't its own art form, mm. because I separated the two when I was finally able to learn that I could, I could mix the two together and create my, my own, my own look, my own, you know, thing that people Style. like. Style. Find mm -hmm. your own path. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Erica, as you were talking about school, though, I think what's really interesting um, is that oftentimes I still see uh, young people very concerned about, oh, what's my major and I have to do this. And I'm like, I, my major was in education. 
You know, I was an English and psych major with an education degree. I was a teacher for exactly one year. Uh, you know, it really doesn't matter as long as you, you know, for a lot of people, you have to have a degree because it's important to get certain jobs, mm -hmm. but it's not yeah. important to everyone. But if it right. is important to where you want in your career path, the type of education is not necessarily that important unless you want to become a doctor or a lawyer yeah. or God forbid, an accountant. Sure. And please don't ever say that again. I love uh, I'm just, you. you can ask Susan. I'm very good with numbers though. I'm like, of but all the things, like I was, I was always good at science and math. And I think that's what I loved about photography mm -hmm. is the science of it and the math of it. I mean, you don't really need to do any of that anymore with digital, but that's why I loved film photography mm -hmm. so much. But I am like a numbers oh. nerd. I would have been a good accountant, but it wouldn't have been as fun. <laughs> And it's fine. Accountants are wonderful, but we, I'm just saying, I'm glad you stay where you are. Susan, what about you? What would you tell the younger self? Thank you, Erica, for saying that. that's so sweet. It's true. It's I, sweet. I, I learned very, very few things at school. I mean, yeah, I learned, I learned the basics of Photoshop, but YouTube helped me a lot more with that. I taught myself in design. I never picked that up in school. I didn't remember. Do you remember we, when you and I shot our first wedding together? I think it was our first wedding together was Nicole. Nicole's Nicole's oh, wow. wedding in Florida was our first wedding together. I had bought in a flash. I had no idea how to use it. And you were like, you didn't know. How do you oh. not know how to use a flash? Didn't you go to school? And I was like, they didn't teach us how to use speed lights. <laughs> they didn't. I mean, we, yeah, I wow. never picked one up. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, it was nuts. I think that it is a great yeah. testament though, to say, you know, I, I've learned, you know, when you say I've learned so much here that it was more of, of a bigger value than a college education because but you're also yeah. in an environment, it sounds like to me, where you are, you know, creativity is embraced and expected and, you know, this ability to kind of go beyond where you think you are. You know, Susan, it sounds like you, uh, you, you push yeah. people to find that place within themselves and, uh, and, and you don't let off the gas when you're there with them. <laughs> I know, no. Actually, my, my assistant, Leah, who has been my assistant is leaving me um, because I kept telling her what a bad assistant she was <laughs> and that she really needed to be doing what she was best at, which is art. So she threw me for a loop about a week ago, two weeks ago and said, I'm taking you up and I'm leaving. And I was like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I didn't really mean it, <laughs> but no, it's where she needs to be. And literally within a second, we found an amazing young girl. So, Anyway, things are always happening for a reason and a greater purpose and um, trusting is pretty essential. But younger self, older self, younger self, I suffered terribly from dyslexia. Oh, okay. Quite bad. Like very, very, very behind in school. In sixth grade, they diagnosed me with dyslexia, which was, a, I think, the brand new word mm -hmm. of the year. And so I was about four years behind. That's huge going into seventh yes. grade. And my father died. Oh, God. Oh, and they goodness. switched my school. So I had to leave a oh, school I'd been to since kindergarten to and go to an, a brand new school for challenged, you know, mm -hmm. education challenged people. And, it, you know, um, it was really, really tough. Yeah. Then you had a label on top of that. <clears throat> I had a label and mm -hmm. I had a lot of people telling me I wasn't smart. I wasn't smart. So you get enough people telling you you're not smart, you're dumb, you're dumb, you're dumb. You start to believe it. And there was a, a pretty, pretty strong spiral effect. And um, something occurred, doesn't matter what it was, but something big occurred that saved my life. Mm -hmm. 
and somewhere around um, ninth grade, I was shipped off to boarding school and it truly saved my life. And if I were able to tell myself, my adult self, my child self, that you are a miracle, mm-hmm. <laughs> you are perfect just the way you are. And I am sure my parents did a million times over. Just think of where I'd truly be if the negativity was not occurring to these young children. Mm-hmm. And who, and it was all about enlightenment. It was all about positive um, feedback and experiences and whatever you're doing is perfect. And um, I, I'm, I, when I tell my life story, I say, I'm very shocked that I'm alive, (laughs) that I have owned a business for 20, going on 28 years, Mm -hmm. 28 years. Uh, Not too many people can say that. I am... I'm not a multimillionaire, but uh, that's has never been mm-hmm. my importance. I live small, travel big, and the I, the people around me and who work with me, I'm very committed to their success. I'm very committed to getting as much money into everybody's pockets, mm-hmm. and to leaving them, if I die tomorrow, a skill. Mm. I love it, and that the studio can go on with or without me. That's, mm. that's really, um, so really, really trust, trusting is my big thing, trusting the process. I love it. And you know, when you were talking about Leah too, you know, I could hear that in your voice that here's somebody who's been with you for, you know, a long time and you've helped her to find new wings. And I remember somebody saying to me, God, I don't know, about 10 years ago, I had a manager who worked for me who had somebody leaving and the person leaving was great. And, you know, we'd nurtured her, we'd helped develop her. She was great. And my manager said, uh, the gal that reported to me, she goes, I don't know, you know, I just, I feel so betrayed. She's leaving me. I've done all this for her. And I said, you need to look at this from a totally different perspective. You nurtured her, you developed her, you gave her wings, let her go fly. And, and be proud of that, that you help take her to the next level. It's not about building this business or building your bench for you. It's about taking care of people. And the more you take mm-hmm. care of people, the more they'll take care of you and your business. They'll have the same expectations. But if they want to fly, let them fly. And that, that's when you know you've made something as a leader. Yeah. Agreed. I love it. Ladies, it has been such a pleasure. Usually I go about 30 minutes. I've had so much fun. Obviously, once I hit stop, I'm going to want to keep talking to you because I'm having so much fun. <laughs> what? Uh, this is a great way to spend a Friday <laughs> afternoon in my book. <laughs> if only we were sitting around having a glass Absolutely. of wine, that would make it even better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ladies, I so appreciate it. Um, let's just say, you know, any last thoughts, Erica, any last thoughts you'd like to share with my listeners? just to keep looking out for those things that make you laugh because that's the kind of stuff that makes the world go around sharing stories Mm. sharing things you find I mean I just feel like there's so much negativity out there that's constantly being shared on social media and on the internet every time you find that little gem Mm. that's going to make you smile whether it's a sentiment that you've read or heard or something as funny as Regal Beagle or anything else just to keep sharing that kind of stuff and help it uh help it start to overcome all the negativity. I am just so um, appreciative of life and all the magical people that are in it. (laughs) Really? We don't need to say any more than that. 
Well, it has been such a pleasure. I will have all the ways to contact you um, on the show notes, but for anybody else, you can look up www.susanbearddesign.com, just like it sounds, susanbearddesign.com. And please check them out, not only for um, their amazing photography, but some really unique uh, elements of what you guys do that we didn't even talk about, your waxworks photo, um, some of the different things that you do with uh, some beautiful... uh, pieces of the sea from especially from british virgin islands which of course i love but uh definitely regal beagles one to check out if you have a pet and want to find a way to uh, be able to look at them every day with a smile on your Mm. face (laughs) definitely thank you thank you yes it was a pleasure and we will talk to you again sounds great thanks so much thank you thank you for joining us on another episode of shock your potential Please remember to subscribe, rate, and like our podcast. And for more information, find us at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com. Shock Your Potential.